obviously taking NXT by a storm, defending against uh, former North American champion Dragon Lee. Uh, we've also got uh, the women's NXT champion Lyra Valkyria against uh, Roxanne Perez. And then, of course, uh, the big one that everybody's looking forward to, uh, the NXT title match with champion Ilya Dragunov, defending against the man who was uh, working double time, Trick Williams. Uh, and everybody uh, excited for Trick and everything that he's been doing here in NXT. Um, so, look, Sunday's going to be a fantastic card for us. Um, and uh, obviously looking forward to hearing y'all's questions and comments about the show. So, guess we can get going if you'd like. Thanks, Sean. We're now opening it up to questions. We kindly ask that you limit to one question each, and we'll get through as many as we can in the time allotted. If you do have a question, please use the raise hand function within Zoom. Our first question comes from Sean Rossap. Sean? Uh, hey, Sean. Uh, I know you're limited in some of the things you might be able to mention about the lawsuit and allegations, but in NXT, there's obviously some impressionable and possibly vulnerable talent that are there. Uh, are there protections in place for for those that feel that you know, they may be taken advantage of or put in uncomfortable positions? And if not, is that something you'd like to see done better? Yeah, well, look, I think you can always improve on that. But it's look, it's an incredibly sad situation. Um, you know, as everybody knows, I very little, <laughs> absolutely nothing to do, and gladly so uh, with the corporate stuff that goes on. Uh, we try to focus here in NXT on uh, the young men and women that come through these doors. Uh, and we do. We try to. We do. I think we foster a, a, a safe and supportive atmosphere down here. Um, I know that they, uh, uh, you know, they reinstalled and upgraded. Uh, I think in 2022, some of those, uh, you know, some of those regulations and whatnot. But look, we're always uh, conscious of that. Um, and one thing that I, I do, uh, it's incredibly important to. Uh, support the talent and give them a, a safe working environment. I like to think we do that. Absolutely. Uh, but look, we will always continue to try to, to be better about that. Um, you know, and I'm, I'm, I'm very glad to say that I think we do a really fantastic job down here. There's an uncomfortable lull in the situation. Is that everybody? <laughs> do we have another question or is it? Thanks, Sean. Our next question comes from John Alba. John? Trying. There we go. Sorry, I was unable to unmute myself there. Uh, thanks so much, as always, Sean, for taking the time uh, to follow up on Sean's question there a little bit. Uh, have you had any conversations with any of the talent or employees of NXT regarding the situation with Vince and how you guys are going to go about combating that going forward as far as uh, promoting a positive working environment, especially as it pertains to women? Well, so look, I, I have not, you know, we obviously, everyone um, is aware of the situation and and uh, understands it. And like I said, it's, you know, it is, it's uh, it's an incredibly sad situation. Look, I can sit here and go like, you know, it, it sucks. But we have always, again, and I've mentioned it to you all in the past, um, that, you know, we take that very, look, I, I take all of the youth that come through here incredibly serious because, um, this is, you know, it's a, it's a tough line to work regardless of, of, you know, what's going on, just 
leaving home and coming here and, and pursuing your dreams is, is a big thing that we take incredibly serious here. We understand young men and women that come through our doors, uh, you know, are impressionable. So we absolutely, uh, you know, certainly encourage the openness and, and, and again, telling everybody to please, again, tell us the truth, you know, and let us know how we can help. That's something that, uh, again, has been here for a long time and we continue to do our best to improve on that because it, it is, it's one of the most important things to me is to be able to ask those questions, you know, you're afraid to, you know, to ask. Um, and so uh, we certainly empower them to do that um, and give them the opportunity to do that. Right now, I feel like everybody really is. I feel like everybody, uh, you know, and I know it, I don't know, I'm not really trying, I'm honestly not trying to spin it. You know, coming off a Royal Rumble weekend um, and even going into Vengeance Day, I do. I think the talent in the WWE and in NXT as a whole are extremely excited about the future. Um, and, and, and look, I know we are as well. Um, and we're looking, obviously, to, to capitalize that at Vengeance Day. But, um, you know, tough situation, like I said, but I got to tell you, from a talent standpoint and even from our standpoint, we feel like, uh, you know, the windows of heaven have opened up and we're ready to, you know, to go forward. Our next question comes from Stephanie Hypes. Stephanie? Hello. Thank you, Sean, so much for doing this. Um, obviously, you know, as a woman uh, in the media, as a woman fan, uh, we want nothing but the best for the women, obviously, in WWE. And I think you guys have done a great job of presenting them that way. Um, do you guys already have things in place to make sure they have a safe space to come to for you or someone in the back um, if this was to come up again? We absolutely have all those policies in place. Um, and as I say, we upgraded them in 2022. I have no doubt. Hey, look, I know that they're going to be looking at continuing to improve those, but we absolutely do. We have, uh, you know, numerous people that our uh, medical team, uh, you know, has uh, outreach to, to go to outside of, you know, especially even outside of the performance center, because we, we do understand that I can, I can, look at a talent and, you know, my head writer and our coaches, as, as they do, we can tell them, you know, to tell us the truth or, you know, express to us what's going on. But as you know, again, they may not feel comfortable doing that. So yes, we also provide, uh, you know, help uh, outside of here as well. And, and, and have people that we can, you know, that we work with to, to again, get them in a, what we feel like to, is a complete objective environment and not even, uh, associated with NXT or the WWE in that respect. Again, because we, we we do. It's something, especially here. It, you know, again, we want we want everybody to be again focused on 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 what it is they're doing and not and not have any struggles going forward. So you know, I again I like to think we really do do, do a great job down here. Um and I think you know that's seen you know on a regular basis. Our next question comes from LJ. Hello. Hi, Sean. How are you? I'm doing well. Um, obviously, with the event coming up, uh, we saw the recent return of William Regal, which is very exciting for the NXT brand. I was wondering, though, this is the first time we've seen him on WWE programming in a long time, about two years, actually. So can we expect to see him more on NXT programming going forward? Well, look, I, I do know that, look, he, he came down here um you know, recently to endorse our new GM, uh, 
you know, Ava. And uh, look, she's she's already wielding pretty good power here and doing a really good job. But look, as as he had mentioned to Ava that, uh, you know, his phone is always open. He's there for her counsel in any uh, way he can help. So, look, I, I, you know, you know as well as I do here in NXT, when you have a, a staple and a foundational person like William Regal, um, you know, I mean, you you you, you got to you got to have more than just one shot with him here and there. So, uh, look, I think everybody was extremely excited about his, uh, you know, his brief cameo on NXT television. Uh, I have no doubt that we will have uh, some other uh, cameos by William Regal uh, in, in, in the future as well. Thanks, Sean. Our next question comes from Kimmy Sokol. Kimmy? Hi, Sean. Hello there. So, Ren Sinclair recently made her NXT debut in the number one guitarist battle royal, and she also had her first singles match against Slash Legend. How would you assess her performance so far in NXT? Well, look, I would say again, Ren has done fantastic because she uh, she just kind of came through the doors and she got thrown into the into the deep end uh, right away. So, look, I I'm very proud of her already just because she really did it was the situation to where uh she had just joined us and I, honestly i have barely even gotten to know her she's been off and running so quickly um but you know she she came in with i think uh you know a little bit of a little bit of knowledge um i don't think i don't think she was prepared for what she was uh getting getting thrown into but i think she's done a great job of adapting um, which uh, bodes well for her going forward. And so, yes, I think she's made uh, an impactful, you know, uh, debut here. I think she's done really well. Um, she's she's had a challenging, uh, I don't know, situation put forth before, and she's and she stood up to it. So, yeah, no, we're very proud of her. Again, very quick progression here uh, in NXT. And I hope she's excited about it because, again, um, it was, it's one of those things where, um, we weren't expecting it. So I know she wasn't expecting it, um, you know, to be going this soon. So we're really proud of her. Um, and I think she's, uh, she's, you know, it's one of those things. That's what we do here, right? This is developmental. I mean, and this is something that, uh, you know, Ren Sinclair is sort of, uh, the epitome of that. I think she was with us for maybe two weeks, uh, and boom, she was on, she was on live television uh, and you're going to watch her grow from this point going forward. I think it's going to be a, a fun ride and a fun journey, not just for her, but uh, for the people watching as well. Our next question comes from Matthew Aguilar. Matthew? Hi, Sean. How are you? Thank you so much for doing this. I'm very good. Um, you know, NXT had a had a big presence at the Royal Rumble uh, with Roxanne and and Mello, uh, and Braun, and Tiffany all, I feel like getting uh, big moments and, and and showing out, especially Braun and Gunther and, and that whole moment. What did you think of uh, those moments in the Rumble uh, for them and, and what it does for them spotlighting them moving forward in their careers? Well, look, obviously huge for them uh, and huge for NXT. Uh, as always, I have a tendency to look at Again, I guess the as I was telling them the other day, because again, uh, after that, you know, I had to pull them in Monday and just and look, I'm 
so proud of all of them. You know, Braun and Mello and Tiffany are sort of, uh, again, sort of the, I don't know, the, the, the foundational people that we built this around from the, you know, from the, certainly my beginning. Um, and it's been just a, a heck of a journey with them. And uh, so to, I now know, I think how Hunter feels all the time watching uh, again, a, a locker room full of his NXT guys, just doing such a fantastic job out there. You really do. It's you're so proud of them. And uh, I, I you know, to your point, I think everybody had, really fantastic moments. It was fun and enjoyable for them. It was everything you wanted it to be and everything I think they hoped it would be. Um, and and that's always, you know, the best. And look, I, I, I'll never get tired of, you know, having Mello and Braun look at me from across the room and just come walking up and like, you know, come, <laughs> you know, and, and, and hugging them after doing such a fantastic job. It, it is, it's the reason I don't know. It's it's the reason that I do this when you get to watch them and, and the look on their face. Um, it, it really is incredibly rewarding. And I know it does. It's, you know, it's sentimental and wishy-washy and oh, lovey-dovey and, and all of that. And not nearly as cool, I guess, as uh, as I guess it should be. But but for those of us going through it with them, um, it really is fantastic. And and, and again, they, they they've earned it. They deserve it. Tiffany was out there again, looking like she belonged, just doing a just a spectacular job job with, again, you know the 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 big kahunas of of the the WWE women's division, um, and out there and hanging tough. So incredibly proud of everybody, and and you know honestly a, a really big big day uh, and a big spotlight for NXT. Thank you so much. Thank you. It's an awesome background too, by the way. It's a great collection. It really is. That's fantastic. Our next question comes from Graham Armina. Graham? Hey, Sean. Thanks for taking the time. Uh, obviously, with the show coming up on Saturday, female representation on the card. We see female representation on the week on the show every single week with the women's division. Can you just talk a little bit about the female representation behind the scenes as well as it pertains to like creative, the female coaches and stuff like that? I know Sarah Mata was there at one point, probably still is. Uh, just talking about that and as it kind of pertains to the events from last week, how important that is and who those people might be. Well, look, the greatest thing is, uh, as I've mentioned before, like we don't have to try hard to, to, to give our women a spotlight and give them a lot of focus on the show because we just have so many uh, incredible athletes coming in here and so many women that are just, I don't know, getting this down and learning this. And I guess, you know, I guess I'm always, I guess, because it's, people ask about uh, Sarah and the coaches. And I, I suppose because Sarah's just so low key, she's here all the time. The only part, you know, and she's uh, at rehearsals for television. The only part she doesn't do is the actual putting the headset and calling the match at, at eight o'clock at night. Cause it's time to put the baby to bed. Um, but uh, you know, Sarah is still here doing her magic as she's always done because it's just, Again, I will I will go on record as saying that I truly believe that I don't know the, the women in the WWE and you know obviously you know biased from my standpoint and NXT are the best in the world um, and so much of that is due to Sarah Almada and the work that she does with them um, and so she's just she's just somebody again that's why I would say she's the best kept secret I think in this business because Sarah just quietly goes about her thing and asks for no glory and 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 continues to to pay it forward so. Um, I'll always be incredibly proud of uh, of what she does here uh, in NXT, and and obviously, yeah, I'm, I'm proud of what we do uh, weekly, representing our women 
but again, that is that's all due to them. They they earn it, um, and they just look. They just c- continue to just be amazing and 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 get such a hold of this stuff, and also get a hold of their characters. Um, I think all these young ladies are having a great time, uh, which I think speaks to the environment here in NXT. Um, and again, we're obviously looking forward to continuing to highlight our ladies as we go forward. Because again, until you know. Look, as I always say, like the dudes better, you know, the dudes better look out because, you know, our ladies just keep, uh, you know, bringing it week after week. So and we enjoy we enjoy giving them that opportunity uh, each and every uh, week as as we do. Our next question comes from Bill Pritchard. Bill. Hey, Sean, how are you? Well. Uh, so I wanted to follow up on one of the comments you made earlier about upgrading the policies, uh, the conduct policies in 2022. I was wondering if you could maybe highlight what some of those changes were compared to the old policies. And uh, do you anticipate upgrading them again in light of the allegations and lawsuit against Vince McMahon? So look, I, w- I will be... Uh forthcoming and honest with you i i could not sit there and give you i could corporately memorize i guess uh you know uh, and if you would like i will find it and read it off to you um but the I guess, I might be I, mad at me. <laughs> no no but i'm just saying you know i you know um they were you know upgraded uh in 2022 uh the, spe- the specifics of that i will honestly tell you that i I don't know. I couldn't rattle them off for you if I tried. Um, I can tell you that, it, again, you know, uh, I have a daughter that comes here every week, um, you know, and uh, it's, I, you know, I will, you know, I will do anything I can to take care of the men and women that come through these doors. I just, we, I want this to be an environment where they can feel uh, comfortable and just allow them to focus on the, the job and the dream that they've entrusted uh, us of trying to provide for them. When everything's said and done, that's what we are going to do here. I will, you know, do anything again in my power to make sure that happens. Um, I won't lie; I could care less what anybody puts down on a piece, piece of paper, and not to imply that I don't care about it. It's just uh, I feel like if it's done genuinely and sincerely, uh, looking out for our talent, uh, nothing is more important than that. As long as everybody in this building understands that. Um, and if they don't, you know what I mean? The, you know, the consequences are what they are, uh, and they're, you know, they're going to be gone. But again, from my standpoint, um, you know, I want all of our talent, uh, treated with respect, uh, that they deserve and that they've earned. Thanks for your time. Yeah. Our next question comes from Adam Silverstein. Adam. Hey, Sean, sorry about that little technical glitch there. Uh, Following up on that question about Braun, Mello, and Tiffany, as you mentioned, they've largely been the foundational pieces of NXT with Roxanne Perez and Trick Williams also getting featured a lot recently and having huge roles uh, on TV. Is it fair to say that we might be seeing a siege change of sorts over the next couple of months from that top of the roster perspective in NXT? Or is that something that might perhaps get delayed until that CW deal uh, goes into effect in late 2024. 
Well, look, I think, uh, as you guys know, it's sort of always, yeah, a, a circulatory uh, type of aspect here. Um, look, I will say this, that those, uh, those things kind of depend on on call-ups and, and, you know, things of that nature. Uh, I will say this. Um, yeah, I look, I think the future is bright uh, for all of them. We are always trying to sort of integrate new uh, and, and and younger talent as they as they as they come up. Um I feel like we do a really good job um, of highlighting as many uh, casts and characters uh, and performers as we can. I want to say that, I don't know if it was this last week's show or the week before, but someone telling me we've got 54 people uh, on television (laughs) this week. And again, in a two hour show, we, you know, we got airtime for 54 different talent. Um, so I think NXT does a great job, uh, of doing that. Um, but yes, as you say, we're always going to have to be cognizant of, uh, these talent that it sort of reached the top here. And then, uh, you know, the main roster begins showing interest and, and things of that nature. Um, you know, as you pointed out, I always think a, a, you know, a role in, uh, you know, the rumble is certainly sort of a, a nod towards from the main roster, looking at like, okay, these are the ones we're sort of got our eye on uh, with WrestleMania around the corner. Uh, we're all, always cognizant of the call-ups and stuff like that afterwards. None of those things right now do I have in stone. So that's where it's always kind of challenging as you, you move forward, doing your best to kind of balance that from uh, a television standpoint. But yeah, just, you know, to, I think to answer your question in a nutshell that's uh again kind of the joy and the challenge here in nxt is doing your best to try to funnel these uh you know the all of these different talent as best you can uh always you know understanding that you know our job here is to is to lose talent um and uh again that's a dynamic here that makes nxt probably different than any other um you know brand out there is um as you come to the top of nxt you know, you, you are expected to move on. So cognizant of that, it's that time frame where we're looking at that. So, yes, you, as you see new talent come in, that is certainly the mindset behind that. Thanks, Sean. Yes, sir. Our next question comes from Steve Hall. Steve? You. Hey, Sean. Uh, thanks for taking time. I'm pumped for this Hello, weekend. Steve. Hope the baby's uh, I got my son here. All right, I got one of my kids. Does that does that satisfy you? No, it's always okay. <laughs> I'm in my living room. Not a good background, but though this past weekend at Royal Rumble, Jordan Grace from TNA made an impact (pun intended) on the the match. Do you think that more TNA talent could come into NXT and have possibly a World Collide event? Well, look, I uh, I will say this, and it's you know, it's one of those things where. Uh, where the uh, friendship with Hunter and I sort of gets, you know, I don't know, it gets tough to balance because I've, you know, I've had, I've always sort of seen her from afar and I've always wondered, you know, I don't know, what if, you know, she'd be interested, uh, you know, coming to NXT or coming to the WWE, but never, you know, my fault for never reaching out because I assume if you're with another company, uh, you know, well, you know, that's not allowed, right? So, <laughs> but uh, it was great to see that door possibly opened um, and be able to, I don't know, think about. So, so yeah, to answer your question, um, I think some things that 
probably we were never even allowed to consider or look at in the past um, is at least something that we can begin to look at and think about in the future. I, I for one, am very excited about that. Um, again, but those are, once again, those are things, you know, on a corporate level that I I don't, you know, get to say so in, but um, very excited about that possibility uh, to your point, just to, again, to be able to look, you're looking, there's, you know, there's a number of different talent out there in different places at TNA, uh, you know, uh, you know, in Japan and, and AAA, th things of that nature to where, uh, gosh, it'd be great to get some of those really experienced people to come in here and uh, swing by NXT for a little bit. Um, but again, uh, above my pay grade to answer, but I'll tell you this much, I'm really interested in the possibilities. And it certainly looks like, again, every time I get mad at Hunter, I go like, oh, it's okay for you, but it's not okay for us. So hopefully that's not that's not a real corporate uh, angle, I, I, really, but I'm, I try to use that as often as I can uh, to see if I can get my way down here. But so it's certainly something I'm going to ask about uh, in the not too distant future. You bet. Our next question comes from Alistair McGeorge. Alistair? Hi, Sean. How's it going? Doing well. Good, good. Um, I wanted to mention CM Punk. I know you've had him down there sort of very recently. And I was just wondering, once the dust has kind of settled with the injuries now going through, during his recovery, would you, like, do you envision, would you be interested in having him down there in a slightly more prominent role, whether it's learning the ropes at the PC, helping coach there, or even helping with the creative side in NXT? Well, look, he, yeah, he's been down here quite a bit. Uh, he's talked about, again, during his uh, PT, doing it down here and coming by. As as, as he and I have, uh, we've now had the opportunity to speak quite a bit uh, lately, which has been fantastic. He knows these doors are always open to him. Um, I, I, you know, I do, you know, I understand, um, you know, again, he's still got a career, uh, again, that he wants to uh, pursue. And sort of, you know, I would imagine, like all of us, we sort of get into that, time when we feel like, well, we'd love to end it on our terms. Um, and he's the one that uh, is going to determine that. Uh, but yeah, he is, as we've, you know, as we've said, he's, he's welcome here anytime. I think he will, uh, you know, take us up on that. That's just, that is of, of no knowledge is my personal opinion. Um, and, and look, I, I think uh, I know the talent enjoy having him here. Uh, it's a different perspective than what they get here on a weekly basis. I think that's healthy. Uh, and the more times you can have people coming in and maybe giving them a different, I don't know, thought process or insight on something. I don't know. I I, I don't I don't ever fear that kind of stuff. Uh, so um, looking forward to, you know, again, the possibility of talking about that. And then, you know, as far as when it comes to roles and stuff like that, I'd imagine from his standpoint, again, pure speculation uh, on my side, he wants to probably, you know, right now is, is his focus is getting healthy uh, then getting back in the ring um, and maybe way, way back in there, what he, what he wants to do after that. But uh, he knows that, you know, we, uh, you know, we're just a phone call away or a text away and uh, you know, and he's got my number. So um, obviously welcome here anytime. Our next question comes from Phil Strum. Phil. Thanks for doing this, Sean. Um, I really enjoyed NXT over the last little bit. A very impressive group, both the uh, the talent and the staff. I'm wondering, uh, you've been in WWE for 
probably roughly 30 years on and off now. Just if you could speak a little bit to the ways that the culture has changed over that period of time, both in WWE and also within wrestling training too, because you trained in a certain way and then you also had a school and now you're also an executive with, with NXT and the Performance Center now too. So just kind of want to know any measurable changes that you see both in the culture and then also in training. Thank you. Uh, thank you. Um, look, I, in, a, in, a, in a nutshell, considerable change, which is good, as it should have been um, and, and as it should be. Um, it, I don't know, again, to go back, as I always tell people, you know, it was the old school, you know, you don't, you don't talk, you don't show weakness, you don't, uh, I don't know, you don't talk about struggle. In my, uh, you know, I know, and I, I think it, uh, I think it was uh, not beneficial to the growth of young men and women to come through it, and that's completely opposite now. Um, uh, transparency and openness, uh, and again, I, as I've, I've said it here before, I don't care if it makes you think they're softer. <laughs> you know, I, I don't know. I don't care. I want them. I want them to enjoy their experience with us. Bottom line, um, uh, I cannot control the world. The world is a rough place, but. Here in our world, I want you to be comfortable. I want you to feel safe. I want you to feel secure. I want to do my best. And all of us in here in NXT want to do our best to help foster that environment and help you achieve your goals. Um, uh, look, do everything we can to prepare you for, I guess, you know, the, the world. But again, from a NXT and also from a WWE standpoint as a whole, um, We'd like not just the shows and everything else to be fantastic and exciting. We'd like the environment to be fantastic and, and exciting and just, and I don't know, it's, it isn't that hard to do. You know what I mean? It's to treat each other with, you know, love and respect, you know, um, and, and, and just do our jobs well. So um, I prefer, I prefer the, uh, the, the, the direction that we're heading and I'm all aboard and I will do absolutely everything I can uh, to continue to to foster that environment and that progress. Our next question comes from Nick Hausman. Nick? Hi, Sean. Thank you very much for taking the time today. Yeah, Nick. Um, there were allegations made by Brutus Beefcake two years ago about you and Marty Gennetti, um and your behavior when you were Younger men on the road with women um, and, you know, the H-bombs we heard about in Dark Side of the Ring were mentioned. I just wanted to give you a chance to address the allegations and uh, let, let us know what you think. Sure. Um, look, I will say this as I've, I've never, you know, shied away from the stupid stuff I did in the past. Um, if you go back and ask Bruce Beefcake, he'll tell you one, never seen any of that actually happen. Again, wrestling stories. He's also uh, retracted it after saying it. I can say this: I'm, you know, I've had a lot of struggles in my life, uh, and I, I don't know how to say this without it sounding—I don't know—shameful. But being with a lady was not something Shawn Michaels had a difficult time doing. I've never been in a situation where. It was not consensual or any way, shape, or form. I've never taken advantage of someone in that respect. Those things are done for two reasons, and I've had a lot of counseling in my lifetime. And that, you know, and the reason you do that stuff is because you dislike women or you have power issues. 
Shawn Michaels did not have those. He had insecurity issues uh, and he had problems feeling like he wasn't enough. That's why you go to drugs and downers. Uh, the other stuff is built on power uh, and disrespect for women, which is something I've never had. So any accusations against me as far as non-consensual time with a woman simply is not true. And that's why they've never come up in, in anything other than, and I don't mean it to be mean to you guys, but it's never come up in anything other than wrestling stories. Um, and, you know, uh, I don't know what to say. Back in the day, it was dirt sheets. Um, and those things start from guys spinning a lot of stories uh, that were not true. I hear you saying thank you, but it wasn't on. So my, my, my pleasure, Nick. Our next question comes from Rick Uccino. Rick? Yeah, hey, Sean. I uh, appreciate you taking the time here today. Um, I wanted to go back to what you said about, you know, Carmelo and Braun and Tiffany kind of being these these staples of your time there. We've all seen recent reporting. We've seen what's been playing out on TV. Braun Breaker's already said, hey, look, my, my home now is the main roster. And the more and more that these people get time on um, – the main roster, it seems like their graduation day is inevitable at this point. It may be coming sooner rather than later. Trying to replace all three of those key staple figures at the same time has to create some unique uh, challenges uh, from, you know, people graduating prior before. You know, what's the what's the dialogue like between yourself and and Triple H, you know, giving you enough heads up to, to make sure you can do the best moves creatively, both in the short term and the long term? Yeah, well, look, as as you've seen, that is, I will say, again, it's that one of the more challenging things about this job uh, is dealing that. But again, with the mindset of our job is to lose talent. What makes it a lot easier now, again, again, and that's the thing, many things different than the past, is that there's, you know, there's synergy between us. Again, it's not a, it's not a, we snatch him and they're gone and they're gone forever. You know, we're able to go back and forth. It's also, it, you know, it can be, doesn't have to be an abrupt call up and a graduation day and you never come back and, you know, go to high school. <laughs> you know what I mean? Uh, this is something where we can still go back and forth and make it a little bit more of a fluid uh, call up situation. So look, I think that's one of the biggest ways that it makes it a little easier uh, for us, but look, it's uh, still the challenge. And I'll say, look, still one of the, you know, again, the challenging parts of, of this job, as you say, is just taking people that were so, you know, like you said, we've built it you know, around them and just slowly transitioning that, uh, you know, to other people. That's what we're in the process of doing. Uh, but the easiest thing, again, is the dialogue that we do have. Um, again, simply putting it that way, dialogue, uh, which, you know, hasn't always been there in the past. Uh, and now it is. So, again, uh, uh, tons easier than 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 before. Thank you. Thanks, Sean. Our next question comes from Najir Chambers. Hello, Najir Chambers from Big Go Belt Media. I'm piggybacking right off of that question. Um, as you talk about the dialogue, what were some of the issues that you and Triple H have identified in terms of that transition? Yes, we've seen the recent success of folks like Dragon Lee and the Creed Brothers and Carmelo, but in the past, this has sort of been disastrous and almost completely detrimental to folks' careers because the main roster crowd and audience didn't take the same light to them that the NST crowd did. So what were some of those little pointers and things that you all identified to kind of iron out that transition? 
Well, I think one, uh, you know, you'll see that a lot of people sort of, I guess I'll say, stay who they are from NXT to, uh, you know, going to the main roster. They don't, they don't go through this abrupt sort of character change. Uh, so there's, you know, there's continuity there that wasn't there. Um, there's an acknowledgement, just that in and of itself. There's an acknowledgement uh, of NXT, which at one time was not there in the past. Um, again, even an acknowledgement, acknowledgement of stories. Uh, so those are those are different aspects, uh, you know, that also. And look, every now and then we get to sort of continue or drop a couple, uh, I don't know, hints of stories that are still going on. You know, I mean, you might see just another NXT person come up to raw with that NXT person sort of finish their story there and then come back to us and that main roster person stays. So uh look those those are things it's I'll say this. Uh <laughs> we now just sort of use common sense. We don't want to insult you the wrestling fans uh and the WWE universe as we say uh to where they all of a sudden just get called up and there's no acknowledgement. There's a character change. We act like it never happened. Those are just things we don't do uh now and it's you know it's staggering sometimes uh you know that it's you know it isn't brain surgery we you know uh we we can do that and not have any problem with so it really is it's 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 and it's also i'll say this it isn't a uh you know again uh, you know sorry deal with it you know what i mean that, you know, that that's just uh those are just things that you know that we don't you know we don't have now again unless a dire I don't know, an emergency situation were to happen or something like that. Uh, but, you know, for the most part, like I said, we try to make it a smooth transition. We try to make it uh, make sense. Um, and again, it's proven to me to, you know, and to both of us, I think, and you guys as well, that it's working far more, far more fluidly than it was. And our final question comes from James Barcelona. James? Okay, thank you. Uh, really looking forward to the Dusty Tag Classic, both teams in the finals. I think there's interesting stories with both teams. Um, but I got to talk about, you know, last week there were so many positives, and there was the one negative. And social media is such a big thing nowadays. And I'm just curious, Sean, you, Sarah, Matt, the team, are you, like, taking the NXT kids, the NXT superstars, and having talks with them, no matter what it is about? Or what they're posting and how they're posting since they're new some of them are new to all this sure look I, and i always tell uh talent here that i think the social media aspect of what goes on in the industry uh is probably one of the more challenging things for uh you know their lives and their careers at this point um it's something that even came up yesterday and and someone said to me well, everyone thinks this and everyone thinks that. And I was curious, who is everyone? And everyone now is always the social aspect. Um, and for instance, I think uh, NXT trended number three uh, on Tuesday night. And trending number three, as I looked into it, about 25,000 people. Again, not, not bad, but not everybody. We did, you know, we did... We did 648, you know, not the greatest, but not bad. 25,000 of the 648, that's not everybody. So I don't know how everybody felt about that. You know, so again, I think that's one of the things that I feel like uh, 
is challenging for our young superstars coming up and just trying to help them to balance that. And all you can do, again, also from a social media standpoint, I think is, I think to tell them to be careful. And, and I, look, we certainly have, uh, you know, our media and, and, and all of our uh, other, you know, corporate folks that come down and help them with those things. They, they do their best to, to, to help them uh, in that respect as well. Uh, but I will say, look, I, I think it is. I think that's one of the more challenging aspects for them uh, going forward. For us in our day, again, it was. It was, again, I don't know any other way to say it. There are numerous, numerous stories. There are things, again, I can take accountability for the things I did in the past. I'm just not going to do and take accountability for the ones I didn't do. And there are numerous ones out there that simply did not happen. I've stood next to people where we watched the same thing happen and listen to that guy tell a totally different story. So again, uh, that's, and, and social media is sort of the same way uh, in that respect. Again, you know, not, not everyone is like that, um, but that's in our world. Now we sort of qualify that social media world as everyone. Um, and the best thing that we can do again is help our superstars balance that and, and, I don't know, and, and and do our best again, not to let that affect them too negatively. I guess going forward, and and that goes back to just trying to foster a positive atmosphere around here, which is what we try to do. Thank you, Jim. Thanks, Sean, and thank you all for joining. We'll end with final comments from Sean. Yeah, again, thank you guys. I will say this, uh, you guys, this is the I, I don't know. I guess for me, I won't lie. It's the toughest one I've ever done. I. I I'll say this, I understand and appreciate uh, y'all doing your job and you have to do that. Um, well, I won't lie to you. Uh, it is, I don't know. I don't know. You know I'm not corporately trained, guys. I uh, never have been. Um, so uh, I hope, again, I hope I was at least clear and 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 did as well as I, I could on that. Um, I can't, I'll be honest, I won't lie to you. I'd like, I want us to get back to the fun ones uh, and enjoying this business. That's why I do it. Uh, but again, I guess I, but I do I appreciate you guys. You got to do your job. And I'm not, I, you know, it's not fair to you get, to get mad, you know, to, for me to get mad at you about that. So again, so I appreciate you guys. Once again, I hope, you know, after this, I think, I hope we can talk about Vengeance Day. Hope we can focus on, you know, the future of NXT and, uh, you know, and, you know, incredibly talented uh, young men and women that are, that are coming up in this industry. I think there, I think there are tremendous times ahead if, if, if everyone will let us again, um, it's not to say that, you know, it wasn't rough, but man, the future is so bright. There's so much talent, uh, you know, and, and again, and, and I know people that want to bring the best uh, in what we do uh, to the, you know, the WWE universe. So I hope we're able to, you know, put the past behind us. Um, and again, not discounting any, any of the pain that has gone on with that, but for us, you know, is the WWE to move forward, uh, I don't know, again, in just a new era and, and embrace it and make the most of it and make it be everything you all want it to be. We're, we're here to try to, to do that and, and look forward to look forward to the challenge. Um, so anyway, thank you guys very much. Uh, you know, guess I'll end with, you know, Vengeance Day, Sunday, February 4th, you know, streaming on Peacock. I uh, hope everybody will tune in and thank you guys very much. And ladies as well. Thank you all again. A replay of today's call will be available shortly. You may now disconnect.